Alright, run it. Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the Aqua Minority Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lady Godiva, and of course, the awesome Jesus Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Squire Pin the Grass. Oh. <laughs> oh, the, wow um yeah that was that was horrible like <laughs> it was like I, was, I hate like one thing i hate about tv is when people that's not from the south try to give those super thick southern accents it's like we don't even talk like that like not even close like the dude on ncis new orleans he's horrible like the like the, the the younger one, he he actually from Alabama, so he's not horrible. But the other dude is horrible. <laughs> I'll put that up. I'll put that up on the shelf with that. Yeah. I was playing. I actually did have a southern accent at one point when I lived in South Carolina. So just yeah, it well, went I away. <laughs> I, I feel you. But yeah. Welcome to another week of the Acre Minority. Y'all missed us last week or no? I know y'all missed us. But before we get started with this podcast, I want to tell y'all to go out and see Creed. Starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone. It's basically the newer generation of Rocky. So you get to look at Michael B. Jordan, beat up people, and do things of that nature. I'm trying so hard not to give spoilers. But we gave away a couple tickets. Like, four weeks ago, we gave away advanced screening tickets. And I think we packed at least 28 theaters. So if you didn't get a ticket, then go out and see it. If you got a ticket, then still go out and see it because it was free. So go pay it for it and go see it. Take your, take the whole, no, no, mind. Take, take your, take your, take your significant other. Don't take the whole family. I forget, <laughs> I, forget, I forget, don't do that. Don't do that. Man. So can we get on with this topic? This is, let's just get it out of the way. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, don't for it. Mr. Young Thug. Jesus Christ. All that mischief, Jen. He, I know, right? Oh, <laughs> should I follow him on that? <laughs> we, I think we, to, we told him before. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like way behind. But anyways, um, so Young Thug demands custody of his 12 children. Did you Come out. Come 12 children? Okay, first of all, who was having sex with Young Thug? I thought, I thought he... I'm not gonna go there. Secondly, twelve children. So you mean to me, tell me twelve women don't care about their lives? Mm. That they gonna open their legs to young thug and not only not use protection but let them pregnant? Hold on. This, what what happened? I, I'm twelve children. Twelve children. That's a that, twelve young thug and twelve children just don't fit together. Yeah, huh? something's, like, something's not added up. Did he go to Africa and adopt these children? Please tell me. That, <laughs> that would be nice. I mean, that would be really nice because that's the only way I could see Young Thug having sex with any woman. Oh my goodness. So, okay, but listen to this. It gets a little weirder, right? So, Young Thug and his child's mothers are going at it on Twitter. Did you see the tweets? Like, it looks like the rapper hasn't seen his kid in quite some time seriously <laughs> okay <laughs> i just imagine the tweets of young thug 
can barely fucking spell words, but trying to tweet. Like, do people not know you can just go to court for this type of stuff? I know. And, 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 um, be civil, like do it behind closed doors. We don't have time to see this. <laughs> I want to see it. Cause young thug, I'm still in disbelief that you have 12 children and I don't need to see you beef about the 12 children on Twitter. Like we could just like, yeah, give young thug his children. First of all, you shouldn't have, they should take all your damn children. Don't actually give you a damn child. With the hashtag. Take young thug children. When they get, get crazy, you can't even speak, you can't even speak English in your raps, bro. You don't need no children. Oh, uh, it's, oh my goodness. That, I feel bad for the babies. They're not even, like, Oh, they're not even old enough to defend defend themselves, and they already are publicly humiliated. You know right. what I mean? It, exactly. It's bad enough that your damn daddy is young thug. <laughs> young thug. This, this man were oh my god, young young thug, full of estrogen. Young thug. Oh. I, I feel bad for these kids. These kids. Ah, oh my god. I hope young thug stay rich. I hope, I hope young thug is rich. He stays rich because these children gonna need it. Cause ain't no in hell you going, Oh my God. Like read, read some of these tweets for these people. Um, okay. So one of them said, when you bombs give me custody, then I'll be able to see them every day. I guess he meant bums, but spelled it <laughs> wrong. Okay. But anyways, let me reread it. See what said, I mean? When you bums give me custody, then I'll be able to see them every day. But until then, I'll just pay my child support that I put m myself on. He wrote, Oh, and I forgot. I got a mansion with 12 empty bedrooms waiting for them. I refuse to come come on Cleveland Avenue. That's called backtracking. Okay. First of all, for everybody don't know, Cleveland Avenue is the ghetto in Atlanta. And yeah, you might not want to go on Cleveland Avenue unless you have like a, a death wish. That's he he got a point there. He shouldn't be going on Cleveland Avenue. I give you that, young thug. You're smart enough to know not to go on Cleveland Avenue. You're not smart enough to wear a condom, but you're smart enough not to go on Cleveland Avenue. <laughs> you're not even smart enough to not spell bombs. How you spell bomb? So are you literally fucking bomb bombs? Like the bombs that you make? You meant to say bombs. How, how you meant to say bombs and spell bombs? Huh? <laughs> what? Here's another one. Here's another tweet. I just want to know why should a peasant with no job or future or apartment, house or condo, has custody of a rich man's child? I'm lost, he tweeted. I'm embarrassed for people to even know I knew a bleep that looked like y'all. Glad my baby's sexy. You had sex with him, so time. So this was before you got. So you mean women was out here fucking you before you got famous? Because I totally just was in disbelief about this. Now I'm in total disbelief. This is fake. You know, like what? Please explain to me why anybody. You know, you know something that bothers me. Uh, this, this is. Uh, it bothers me a lot when men and women that have children together. Um, use like shots fired by saying, you know, what the other person doesn't have. Like, that's so childish. I don't even think a child will even act like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she, a peasant though? 
she's a mother of your child at least respect her for that or them how many does he have but you had sex with this woman that's the thing you can't have sex with somebody and then get them pregnant and then they're peasant they wasn't a peasant when they were spreading their legs so obviously you thought of her you thought highly enough of her to stick your dick in it raw Right, because if, if I'm this dude in this scenario, I'm not sticking my dick in it raw. If it's a, if the woman is a quote unquote peasant, as if you're God's gift to Earth. Yeah, and then like y- you have to look at your child and know that half of your child is the woman that you're calling a peasant. Like that's disgusting. Okay, I didn't mean to get really, really upset right now, but I really am upset. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Another one was, dear Gucci Red, how am I going to see my daughter when it's a bed at the door, two bedrooms, one bath, 17 people, not including Mego or you, he wrote. Dear Keb, you stay in a rumor house, if that's the correct spelling, bitch, which one of these doors yours? What? What? <laughs> what? This must be some gang shit. I don't know what Gucci Red means. So I'm just gonna say what? (laughs) Youth is lost. They are so lost. I'm so sorry to say that. Like, and I and I and I can't just say that they're lost without blaming. It's it's a it's a cycle. It's it's just a cycle from generation to generation. Everybody's fucked up at this point. You know what I mean? Because this is this shouldn't be happening if everybody else before then was doing their part. But anyways, it's talking they see everybody else, they see everybody else do it, man. Like this is how they air their grievances. Instead of texting this woman, I want to over publicly shame her. And then she came back and publicly shamed her, and she's a mess. Everybody in this situation is a mess. So I pray to these children. Like I said, I pray the young thug is actually rich because these children gonna need every ounce of the money because these two motherfuckers is crazy. She yeah. told me, she thinking that child support is a way for her not to have a job. You know how many people would love to have a thousand dollars a month in child support? Right. She told about some that ain't nothing. He got twelve children, so if he giving everybody a thousand dollars, then that's twelve thousand dollars a month. So you ain't got to get that much child support. You should have thought about that before you had sex with this man unprotected. He, he looked like a, this man looked like an STD. Oh, God. Like, he looked like an he looked like a STD. Like, how you gonna have, I can't even, I can't even get my point off because I'm stuck on the fact that somebody would actually have sex with this man. And then furthermore, you have sex with this man, he publicly shamed you. And he has the audacity to call you a peasant as if he's, a king, like he really think he's the king. He's the broke man's little Wayne, and little Wayne is the broke man's little Wayne at this point. Mm. This is a mess. Yeah, it's all this a mess. mess. And especially the way the youths are are trying to um, get, you know, fame, famous, you know, like by texting and driving and oversharing on Facebook and just doing everything. They're doing the most. I'm so over it. <laughs> I need all this texting and driving to stop because first of all, what you texting ain't significant worth a damn. Y'all, hey, what you want to eat tonight? I don't know. I might go to Taco Bell. Oh, me too. Y'all ain't talking about shit, so you're going to die 
over some bullshit. And even if it is talking about something, you're going to die regardless, so you're going to never get to do it. You know, these motherfuckers actually out here FaceTiming and driving. Yeah, and, um, you know, I have a story, right? So there's this girl that I, or this woman I went to school with a long time ago. I haven't seen since high school, um, it, actually 11th grade, which is 2002. So anyways, um, she was tweeting, she was tweeting me while she was driving. I didn't know she was tweeting me while she was driving. And she ended up in a car crash. It was her fault, obviously. Um, and she lucked out by just getting her, you know, her arm broke. And it, that was unfortunate, but I didn't even know she was tweeting while she was driving. Otherwise I wouldn't have been tweeting her back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I found out later on and she moved out of the state and everything. And it, 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 it bothers me sometimes. Cause I'm like, when I, when I see things like this, you know, people texting while they're driving while, you know, around me while I'm driving or whatever, I see it. Um, it, it that that's what i think of that story it's not that, it's not that serious you're not talking about anything like right. you're not talking about anything stationary so why do you think moving at high speeds is going to make you more interesting yeah like i read on, i read on the news i saw on the news the other day it had to be georgia that this one boy was twerking on a fucking car and died like yeah. like what what put what position y'all to what position your dumb ass to get on top of a car and then proceed to twerk on it while it's moving? Oh my goodness. The negligence that the society gives off nowadays is why the aliens don't visit us because we fucking stupid. God damn. I got hit by a car, but you fucking twerking on it. This is and now this, girl, and now this girl that was driving the car got to live with this shit forever because of your stupid ass. Now she got to live with the fact that she killed you because you wanted to get your twerk on. Like, you're not damn dumb. You said, I'm trying. If we keep on treating this with sensitivity, then they're going to keep on feeling like it's okay to do it because people are going to give a fuck. But this is me saying that you don't need to twerk on cars, but still, like, you on the way to heaven, hey man. What you die? What you die from? Oh, I got you know, you know, old age. Another person was battling cancer or something. Then here go your dumb ass. I was twerking on a car. I'd be going to hell because I beat you. I'd be beating your ass up the stairway to heaven. You know how fucking that's a waste of a life. They always say the youth is wasted on the young, and that that's what that's what that definition means. Like. There's so much shit you can do when you're young, but yet you choose to do the stupid shit. Twerking yeah. on a car. You. Oh my God. You might well play Russian roulette with a full clip. Foolish. Um, like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, it's disturbing. You know what else is disturbing? What? And I don't even want to mention his name because just the name on the tongue makes me really, really mad. Um, Mr. Jared from Subway. Bruh, he's just Jerry now. I feel like Subway need to be detached from this. I feel bad for Subway because Subway was just honestly trying to make a man's life better. They put you in, man, you know, they <clears throat> made you a spokesperson. So when people talk about it, I try not to say Subway. So we just can call him piece of shit Jerry. Yeah. So, yo, this this man got caught with, I, and the thing is, this news this news story been out for a while. And I have yet to see anybody mention it anywhere it's almost as if it doesn't exist 
because my timeline is dry from it. Like, I haven't heard nobody talk about this, but we're going to talk about it. This man was caught with so much porn that if he was to watch all this kitty porn, that it would take him his whole lifetime. That's how big of a hard drive this sick-ass motherfucker had. Like, can you imagine? Have, that means you bought a hard drive because this doesn't come with your computer. Your computer, a normal computer comes with, like, 500 gigabytes. This man had met, had metric tons. Metric tons. That means you had collections of fucking kidding. You were trading it with people. So y'all sick ass just sitting around trading around porn. And I hope, I hope you fucking ride in hell. What kind of sick shit is that? I'm over here literally what crying. Kind of kind of grown ass man get his rocks off by looking at little children what kind of shit is that man you the, you the reason why men can't fucking work at daycares because of shit like this like men can but one one false being falsely accused one time will fuck you up and it's because of people like you they're actually out here doing this and then they're gonna talk some oh he can't help it yes the fuck you can oh you can't help it. like people will sit here and make excuses for anything in this society Everybody got a goddamn excuse. Nah, motherfucker, you need to control your bullshit. Right. We got 15 years. How you get 15 years? That's so the equivalence, mind you, you were going out of state to have sex with underage children with 16 year olds. So the youth is now the equivalent of the youth is now a mur- one murder. All these fucking children lies you are fucked up. You pass around children like they're blunts and you get 15 years. Oh my God. It shouldn't have even been a plea bargain. I don't give a fuck all these plea bargains. Everybody don't deserve a plea bargain. You supposed to went to trial, got convicted, and got killed in jail. Simple and plain. Fuck your life. Post my show. Oh boy. I swear to God. It's shit like this that just make you not even want to be human. Like you don't even this is so damn embarrassing that you don't even want to be attached to this. Be attached to being called human being. I know. I, I got emotional for a second because I was thinking about my babies and that just that is so disturbing. And it will be on. It will be on. It won't even be no goddamn trial. Let look try to jade like that. I'm not even being I'm being dead ass like man, I happily do that big because you ain't you your ass gonna fucking learn. Somebody gonna teach you because this fucking jail sisters government ain't teaching you shit. But you, you know some damn body. Yeah, you know him getting uh, somebody killing him is just the easy way out because what did what did he learn if he if they just kill him, like they should tattoo child molester and you know um uh pedophile on his forehead and his face his entire face and have you know just oh. better yet let him live his punishment in jail what he did to them children let somebody do that to him every day in that jail. Let you get sodomized every fucking day and let you see what that shit feels like. That's matter of fact, don't even kill him. That's what I want you to do. Sodomize him to the point that he can't breathe. And then you bring his ass back to life and you repeat this cycle every fucking day. That's the only way you're going to fucking learn. Because these, these motherfuckers don't live with no consequences. People, nowadays, people are content with fucking going to jail. Like, I don't mean to veer off track, but that's like when um people was talking about the killings in Chicago and why nobody don't do anything. It's because when you kill somebody, you go to jail. Everybody knows that. So these people are so content with going to jail that they still want to kill somebody. You can't, you can't rationalize nothing with a person that don't give a fuck anymore. If you're not scared of jail, if jail doesn't scare you, 
me talking to you is not going to scare you. Right. That's what I feel about Jared. It's like you talking to this man is not going to fix him. Y'all praying for him and shit. Fuck him. Stop praying for every damn body. You're wasting time. You shit. Look at the Facebook comments, and they legit. They and you think like most people probably like they're trolling. They're trolling. No, they're not. They're dead fucking serious right now. And the fact that he said that he he told the judge that he understood that he'll likely go to jail to prison, like you were prepared for this. And why would you do? It's oh my god! Like this is what pisses me off about society. It's so many fucking things on the internet you can see for free. You can look at porn for free all damn day, but you choose to look at little children. And you thought that was okay? Hmm. Like, what kind of sick shit, man? Dude, you were the sick, you fucking the lowest of the low. You looking at little fucking children and thinking it's okay. And people, oh, well, we don't know what that's like. I love how everybody else got excuses for everything. Right. Everything. You know, um, I'd like to say, you know, with, with parents, is be careful with your children. I, I know, you, you know, um, life could take you away, but please, like, I'm, I'm literally begging you to make sure you know their friends, make sure you know th- where their whereabouts, you know, where, where they're going and stuff. And, and definitely, if you can avoid them from sleeping over people's houses, especially these days, have it over your house so you can monitor it. I mean, that, that's what I feel is the safest. If you can't, you know, stop them from having a sleepover, if that's, you don't have that control over your children, at least have it at your house because you know yourself. Because um, you, you can't trust nowadays, there's step parents and, and freaking, oh, it's just too much. You can't, too much you can't to even have sleepovers anymore, man, because you can't trust no damn body. You can't even trust the mamas. You can't trust the mamas. You can't trust the daddies because the mamas be filling on the boys. Right. And like, yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, exactly. it definitely does. And the fact that mothers nowadays are are choosing men over their children, like, what the hell? Why? Why is this happening? I'm I know why it's happening, but I can't I can't fathom the idea that a woman that gives birth to her child would just just neglect your blood, like. Your blood is flowing through your child's veins. Like, what the fuck? Like, people will honestly believe the man over their child. Like, what fucking child gonna, gonna lie and say they're getting molested? Like, what fucking child is gonna lie to you about that? Like, you, to me, when the man gets evicted, you should get evicted too because your child told you and you ignored the facts. You're just as, you're just as guilty. If you turn your blind eye, you're just as guilty. Like Sandusky or whatever. He was sodomizing children in their fucking home and his wife turned the blind eye to it trying to act like it wasn't happening and for the people that don't know sandusky is the um friend of the program of penn state not a friend of our fucking program because his ass be beat right now but yeah he's serving he's serving life in prison for fucking sodomizing a whole bunch of children and his um his wife knew and the coach of penn state also knew joe petrino so that's why i don't fuck with him like he eventually died, but I still don't. I didn't fuck with him when he was living because you knew this shit. 
You knew this shit. He was bringing these little kids around. You didn't wonder what the fuck was going on. He got caught in the fucking bathroom of the fucking university and you tried to hide it. This shit making me mad all over again. These pieces of shit, man. It's so much shit you can be in life, but you choose to be a fucking pedophile. Like, yeah. murder to a certain degree can be explained, but pedoph- pedophiles cannot. Like, that's the sickest. That's the lowest of the fucking low. Ain't no coming back from that. Disgusting. It's so disgusting. Like, everybody is a suspect. I'm so serious. Everywhere I go, I'm just like, don't look at my children. <laughs> I don't say it out loud, but I really feel that way. Like, like, you, can't, like you can't even, you can't even talk to like, you can't even like interact with children any damn more nowadays. Cause everybody pedophiles. Like you don't want to, you don't want to come off as it. That's why like when I was younger, I wanted to um, work in a daycare, but then, you know, I started reading up on it. I was like, well, if somebody falsely accused me of some shit that I know I didn't do. It's going to fuck me for life. Just yeah. the, just the fault, just being blackmailed. I think this one dude just um daycare has been blackmailed. Like these parents, they don't give no fucks. They out here trying to get money. So it's like your life can get fucked up over false accusations because of something some other motherfuckers did. Because of people like Jared and Sandusky and all you other motherfuckers. And you R. Kelly's. I can't. Yo, have you ever listened to R. Kelly lyrics now now? Like now we're older? Cause you seem like you're ready. What the fuck are you talking? Who 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 seem like they ready? Are R. Kelly? Who seem like they ready? Like seriously? Like did you know that he actually had a secret relationship with one of his managers' daughters? Well, I think it was both his manager daughters. And he gives these motherfuckers a shout out on "Step in the Name of Love." And if you really think about it, if you go deeper into the the Chocolate Factory album, Willy Wonka had a Chocolate Factory, and he that's where he would lure little fucking kids to. Remember age ain't nothing but a number? Yeah. Like, R. Kelly is sick. R. Kelly is low-key the sickest motherfucker ever. Like, I'm not saying, like, to be clear, I'm not, I'm not, I don't judge people for listening to shit, but if you still go to his concert, then you, then you, you're part of the problem. Like, I understand you still listen to his music because he make good music and you already own the CD, so you already paid for it, so you might as well enjoy it. But if you still going to his concerts and shit, then you're part of the problem because you're supporting this shit. You know he's a sick individual. Mm. He still don't get it. He was married to Aaliyah when she was 16. What the? These. <clears throat> Oh man, I swear to God, society, man. And and you know what? What's even worse, the parents that um, see the signs, you know, because uh, uh, parents can feel and and sense their their child's energy when they change. You know, the, those are when you see your child being different than their normal routine, because you know children like routine in their life, and if they act differently, then then there's there's your ding, 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 you know, alarm right there. And, and a lot of them are just nonchalant about it. Like you just one badass kid. Why won't you find out why this kid is being bad instead of giving them that title and just, you know, letting them swallow it and keep feeling like they're bad and no one loves them. And then they grow up to be assholes and, and do probably do the same shit that's been done to them. Exactly. Nobody, nobody cares about the youth. Like you ever knows that? Cause even 
we going way off topic. But if you notice the school system, the school system doesn't even teach anymore. Like that's like that's a foreign thing to the school system now. It's just we're gonna pump as much false information into you for you can pass tests for we can keep our jobs. Like nobody wants to teach, and then they wonder why nobody wanna learn because you're not teaching them anything. If you treat everybody the same, if you if you teaching a fish to climb a tree at the same time you're teaching a monkey to climb a tree, the fucking fish is not gonna know its actual ability because you're teaching them some shit that you're supposed to only be teaching a monkey. So it's like if you you teach everybody under this broad stroke, how the fuck is anybody to learn? Nobody's learning at school. Like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Seem like a funny show till you actually think about it and realize nobody retains retains anything they learn in the fifth grade. Like nobody sees a problem in this, and it's just like, oh, what society has gone to this. I got mine. I don't care how you get yours. And then the cycle, like you're saying, cycles repeat. Because if you don't care how somebody else is getting theirs, then they're not going to care about the next person because they didn't have, they wasn't afforded the education that they should be getting. Like for the youth to be the future, we sure don't care about the future. Cause we're not teaching them anything. We're not trying to learn. They always talk about how so many people drop out of school. Every 24 seconds, somebody drop out of school. Well, how about we figure out why these people dropping out of school? They're not dropping out of school just to be dropping out because it's the cool thing to do. They drop out because they feel stupid because you're not teaching them. Yeah, I was I was thinking the other day too. It's funny that we were talking about it, but um, I was thinking about it the other day, right? I was sitting down for some reason, you know, I'm random, and they have, you know, we like our generation had legends, quote unquote kind of thing, you know, um, like Whitney Houston, you know, all these people that we looked up to, whatever, growing up, um, the, the public figures, right? Yeah. Nowadays, I'm thinking, like, who is the role model to our children? There is nobody, not saying that they need public figures to be their role model, but I'm just saying, like it, like it takes a village to raise a child, you know, it just, it, it the whole Remember, if you see the positive influence that if you see the positive influences on TV, it makes you want to do something. I see what you're saying because if my right. mom tells me something, I'm going to listen. But if I also see it on TV, that reinforces what she says. That's sad that it is how society works, but that is how the brain works. The brain has to hear it from more than one source. You can you should be able to retain it from your parents, but your parents can only tell you so much till you want to listen. So I see what you're saying. A lot of television, they don't do that. Like one thing I hate about BT is that BT paints urban television in one lane. They paint it full of drama. That's all it is, is drama. BT supposed to have been black entertainment television. Why don't BT have Spike Lee directed movies? Why don't BT have Oprah on there? Why don't BT have the intelligent black kids? Why don't BT have political debate? Why don't BET have any fuck? Exactly. Why is Kid President not on BET? He's on Soul Pancakes. Shout out to Soul Pancakes. They're doing a great job with this man. The um the creator of Soul Pancakes is actually Kid's President adopted parent, the, the man on there. So they're doing a great job with this kid. But why all this black information not being put on a black channel? If you really are for black people, why don't you do something for the black people as a whole? I should look at BT and see somebody like me. I don't never watch BT because mostly it's Chief Keeps and ignorant motherfuckers. And I'm not ignorant and I'm not Chief Keep. So why does not why am I not being shown me on this television? 
Like, it's plenty of people like me. Like, black people are intelligent. Why are we not being shown on this program? Like, it's not that hard. People love to say that black people are talented, but yet we do not get the representation we want on the TV. And we say to go to MTV and VH1 and ABC and Fox begging to get a show. BET will post to have the shows for you. If you have a pilot, you're supposed to take it through BET first. And then if BET passes, then you go to ABC and all these shits. BET supposed to be the most popping channel on earth. Black people create most of the trends. If black people create all the trends, why the fuck is BT so fucking whack? BT dropped the fucking ball. BT is what white people would presume black people would want to watch at this point. It's a fucking embarrassment. BT even ruined the show, The Game. The Game was a very great show. BT actually ruined that show. I'm so glad that BT didn't bring girlfriends over there. I'm glad they just show reruns because, good Lord, they would ruin that as well. Jonah be out there popping it in the trap. Oh. They'll be using Ebonics and stuff. So it's like, man, you can't be down and not be down. You know, BT didn't even cover the Million Man March. Wow. Like, how? How? You, we got our BT Hip Hop Weekend. Fuck your BT Hip Hop Weekend. Like, I'm so sick of this fucking ignorance. And I try not to go at BT because it's, Oh my God, but BT, you got to do better. You got to do better. I don't even like Tyler Perry, but how Tyler Perry don't have a TV show on there? Mm. He's not doing much for the black community either because let Tyler Perry tell it, every man except for himself is the fucking devil and they're going to beat your ass and then you're going to get sick of them and you're going to pull grits on them. Like you ever notice every Tyler Perry movie is practically the same? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the woman finds Jesus after her boyfriend beats her half to death. But you ever notice that in these movies, Tyler Perry understands that people retain information, false information about black men. But in these movies, he understands that. So his player, his character is squeaky clean. Ain't never nothing wrong with the Tyler Perry character. The um single mom's club, his character was okay. Why did we get married? He was like some, he was like, what was like a doctor or some bullshit? I don't know who he was, but he wasn't, he wasn't what everybody else was being depicted as. Everybody else being depicted as cheaters, liars, and all this other shit, womanizers, but not Tyler Perry. He's squeaky clean. No problems. He's an ideal man because he understands that sometimes people get their information from movies, which is fucked up, but they get their information from movies. Bruh, gotta do better, man. Gotta do better. Like, P. Diddy, I hope you're listening and you do something good with Revolt because BT failed us. I'm just calling it right now. BT failed us. BT is like a Jerry Curl in 2015. It's played out, it's dated, it's not even needed. You're doing nothing for the culture. You don't, you should just close down. Right. UPN 69. Did you remember UPN 69? Mm-hmm. They had all of us, the Parkers, one-on-one, Moesha, Malcolm and Eddie, Everybody Hates Chris, In the House, The Hughleys, Half and Half, The Game, and Girlfriends. BET did nothing compared to UPN 69. UPN 69 was the go-to ch- UPN 69 was everything that BET should have been. You, how you not... How, I'm seriously trying to figure out how you have a channel for black people, but it doesn't represent any black people. 
how you won yeah. how you how you start a channel to to debunk the stereotype but perpetuate it at the same time fascinating what how exactly how explain to me how i dare you because beer mary jane from the sounds of it that sounds like a but beer mary jane she got like a boyfriend a dude on the side dude want to come back like that oh my god shout out to gabrielle union get your check but bt bt Speaking of crazy shit. So keeping in the mood of going off, recently this the NFL has gone in the cycle of the pussification of America. So as everybody knows, Cam Newton, when Cam Newton scores touchdowns, or when anybody scores touchdowns, they dance. Some of them, some of them do fall into their knees, praying to God. Some people do a little dance. Some people do. They walk around. They like act out skits when LaShawn McCoy recently scored. He um act like he was getting money out the bank, out the vault. So he was doing like the opening of the vault. He took the money, the, the fake money, and he threw it up in the air because it was invisible because you're in the middle of a football game. I would hope you don't have no money on you. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. One time, Terrell Owens scored a touchdown this way back in the day, and he got some popcorn and started eating it. Like, just started pouring it in his face. <laughs> then one time, I think it was, it was either Chad Johnson or um, Terrell Owens, he scored a touchdown, and he pulled out a Sharpie inside the football. And another time, he scored a touchdown, and he pulled out a phone out the um, goal post. So... It's funny as a kid. I I love this shit as a kid, but the the but the the one thing is they always score the touchdown before they act the donkey. So Cam Newton he scored a touchdown, and as the kids say, he dabbed on them folks. Like that's what the kids say. You dab is when you um y'all know what the fuck dabbing is. I would hope y'all know because I can't explain it. I can't explain it. But yeah, it's when you put your like what you do put your head into like your arm. Into like your arm, and then you you do it real quick. You hit it real quick. You dab on them folks. But he <laughs> dabbed on them, and this one particular um, defensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans, he didn't take a liking to that, so he tried to fight Cam basically, and that didn't end well. He started dabbing in his face. So his dad, he was really dabbing on the folks. So this little um, this mother writes into this to the to the um. Tennessee, Tennessee newspaper, whatever it is. I'm not gonna get them a name because they they should never ran that shit. And she was saying basically that Cam Newton been doing this, that what she supposed to tell her nine-year-old, he thrusting, he thrusting his hips, which he didn't do. And he's basically saying he out here cooning. We just just fucking cut to it. She's saying he cooning. So this is an old topic, but I made I made sure to fit it into this podcast because I wanted to say something about it. We gotta stop making everything about everybody and what i mean by that is we need to stop giving these avenues for these crazy people to say stupid shit we abide by it because now it was like this whole referendum or if you or if or if you could dance in the end zone <sighs> when do we when did the society become so pussy like everything offends everybody if i score a touchdown you damn right i'm a dab on them folks i'm a dance i'm a act of ass Cause it's not even that serious. You were playing a game. 
You're playing a game where the main objective is to stop the other person from scoring a touchdown by running as fast as you can into them while they run as fast as you can into you. You're playing a dangerous game. So, mind you, you can die from this shit. You can get your neck snapped. You can get seriously injured. So, in the midst of playing this game, if you want to relax by dancing in the end zone, how is that wrong? Like, the NFL is making so many rules already that eventually, by the time Jacob get old enough, like 18, he gonna be watching powder puff football. You can't touch him. <laughs> you can't do nothing. Like, the wussification of America is really getting scary. Like, I'm I'm getting sick of it. Yeah. Like, man, like, it's one thing to not want to get into fights, but to to basically chastise somebody for dancing is the silliest shit ever. And like the man said on ESPN just recently, shout out to Roflo. Yo, ESPN fuck with the podcast. They be quoting us all the time. But shout out to Roflo. Um, He said, oh, nobody talking about this white player dancing. And he, like, it got, like, it got real quiet. He was like, oh, that's right. Because he's not black. <laughs> and he got a point. Because if he would have been black and he would have been hitting the coin, oh, oh my God, I'm tired of these thugs. It's funny, like, you get classified as everything but a child of God mm-hmm. whenever you do something that people don't like. I love how we live in a culture where it's millions of cultures within this culture of America. But if you're not conducting yourself in a way that suits the people that are still stuck in 1950, they get all their panties in a bunch. You can't be, you can't name your, you can't have a black name because they don't like that. Fuck you. Like I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, they was talking about like um like Travis's and Tavon's and shit. That's them are nice names. I'm sorry, but I don't want no name from 1940. Are you sorry? I mean that's it's 2015. It's 2015. I don't want no name from a long time ago. Like, no offense to all the Justins and all that shit, but you know how corn you know how corny your name is, man. I don't want a name where everybody got it. Your name's supposed to be unique. Like how how we go from everybody want to be down with black people, but don't want to be down with black people. Like that's what it comes down to. You want to you want to love black people on your own terms. You want to love the rap music, but don't love the people or the way they dress. Everybody don't got to dress like they got to stick up their ass. Hmm. Like I have no problem with. Like only thing I have a problem with is people sagging their pants. Pull your pants up. Like you want to wear super big pants? I have no problem with that. But I don't want to see your underwear. Now that's weird. But other than that, I have no problem with the way another person dress, because it's them. How are we gonna try to bring this culture into one big culture? Like no, fuck that. Like, you're, like you're not about to make me be you. I don't wear baggy pants, but I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying you can't try to make everybody be one person. Like the, you can't make you can't make everybody group think. Like that's what they want you to do. They want you to group think and they want you to be one person. You know, somebody you know somebody told me this week. What? I hope you're sitting down. They said, and I quote, Oh, you sound like one of those uppity niggas. Like you like you like you one of those Ben Carson. You sound like Ben Carson. I was like, this motherfucker. Oh, Call me Ben Carson. I went, I went off on this motherfucker. I was like, first of all, don't ever call me Ben Carson. How dare you utter your motherfucking lips to call me Ben Carson? 
Ben Carlson? I am nothing like Ben Carlson because I don't go to church's chicken. And I don't lie about getting robbed at church's chicken. But furthermore, y'all gotta pick a y'all gotta pick a way y'all wanna do this. Pick one. But anyway, like, bruh, like yeah. is so pussy. Like everybody becoming pussy. Yep. Um, too embarrassed by their their Parents. That's another thing. That's another thing. My bad. I don't mean to cut you off. Okay. So now, because you don't want to go to the gym and you don't want to work out, now being skinny is considered an insult to, to to bigger women. Like, do people not understand when they talk about, oh, like how you, I, I hate when like bigger women start talking about other women in the sense of it being bad. Like some women can't help that they're skinny. They can't help that they're stick. But you can't talk about women being sticks and then get offended that somebody called you fat. Yeah. Like I can tell somebody stick. If somebody somebody say something about me, I can take it because I can give it back. But you're saying it like, oh no, only I can give my opinion. You give your opinion. I'm getting pissed about it. Like <laughs> that's like um, before this point. That's like when children play tag and you know the the person gets tagged or whatever and they're like oh i don't want to play anymore <laughs> it's like that's what it is it's like you want to throw these jabs when they jab get thrown back at you oh no you're you're no you're making me feel bad i don't think y'all making these skinny women feel bad bruh it'll just be <laughs> like i make fun of everybody so it was this video of this girl she was twerking and it, the caption was, when you feeling yourself, but you ain't got no ass, and you forget you ain't got no ass. So I clicked it. I thought it was going to be funny. And this girl turned around, and she was like, it was like a, oh, my God, it was so fucking funny. I laughed for a good 30 minutes at this shit. She had no ass at all, and she just twerking. Well, my bad. She's just standing there trying to move her back in place. Yeah. It was It was pretty funny. You had to see it because you sound like man, whatever. Like you had to see the cat. The caption was literally when you ain't got no ass. I was like, oh, it's about to be fun. I'm thinking like I don't know what the hell I think. I don't know. It was <laughs> fuck it, fuck y'all. It was funny. It's like you, you never know with captions anymore. You just let's I'm just a, check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna tag you because you like this motherfucker over here watching Turk videos on Facebook. Because <laughs> he, he said you ain't got no ass, but you're trying to Turk. So I was like, right. I gotta check this shit out. I thought it gonna be, I thought like she was gonna like fall over and that shit was hilarious. Cause she was trying, to, oh my God, she was trying. Bless her, <laughs> bless her heart. She was trying. She was trying to twerk. But that, we're gonna definitely post this on Instagram. So follow our Instagram at the awkward minority. Cause I'm posting this video. Cause y'all ain't about to, y'all ain't about to be judging me. Y'all ain't about to be judging me. Cause y'all judge me right now. Like, this motherfucker talking about working watching Turk videos. It wasn't a Turk video. Right. <laughs> it wasn't a Turk video because I was oh God, I would never watch a Turk. Yeah. Oh my God. It was this video on World Star. The caption said that um the child was videotaping the mother as she twerked, so she got her to hold the camera. I was like, man, I I, I this certain shit you just scroll past. Like, oh my God. Like, I go to World Star to make me when I'm having a bad day, I go to World Star and it works like a charm. You ain't gotta watch no video. I don't even watch no video. I just look at the caption. You know, I just read the title. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> you done call his wife cheating on him and done FaceTime the dude she's cheating with. Oh my God, that shit was hilarious. 
It's like I'm at work for us, and you at home just talking on the Skype with this dude. You fucking him? I know you fucking him because you was fucking the other one. Oh my god! He can't even tell. He don't even text you back. Like, man, he was crazy. <laughs> I love World Star. Like World Star is so ignorant. Uh uh uh. World Star is like the fucking online version of BT. Least that, but at least they honest about they shit. <laughs> oh goodness. We not giving no positivity. We not ain't gonna fake like we giving no positivity. Get it how it comes. Right. So, um, speaking of honest about things, <laughs> this is something y'all gonna judge me on. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm weird. I'm random. I'm putting it out there. It's cool. It's whatever. <laughs> I even make fun of my own self. It's it's cool. All right. So anyways, I have a story to tell you guys. So I had, um, of course, a fourth grade teacher. I used to live in Jerusalem. That's where I'm originally from. And she... Anyways... Hey, yo, t- yo, 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 fuck you and fuck y'all. I'm saying, fuck all y'all, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so, um, now I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Okay, so I, uh, she was more than a teacher to me. She was a mentor. She was actually one of those teachers that actually cared about her students and taught us more than just the curriculum. So. You know, as a child, we do things we don't even understand because we're children. <laughs> Until we're told that it's wrong, we, you know, we do it. But um, I decided, we follow each other on Facebook, sorry. So we follow each other on Facebook. And recently, more like last week, I um, sent her an inbox message on Facebook. <laughs> So have you ever had this memories or whatever of things that you've done and you just felt like you have to get it off your chest? Well, this was it for me, except I was in the fourth grade. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and read you the message that I sent to her and you guys could, you know, laugh, whatever. So here it goes. I said, good evening. How are you? Great, I hope. I miss you a lot. Okay, this is going to be the weirdest message you get from me, LOL. I have vivid memories of two things I did in your class that I want to apologize for. One, I had an accident on myself and I knocked down a can of soda to cover it. I was embarrassed. Two, I recall playing one of our spelling bee games. I intended in parentheses, I don't know why, uh, to take two gel pens from one of the classmates, I don't remember his name, when he couldn't find them, I immediately got scared and pretended I found them for him. I gave them back to him. (laughs) So I said, I'm sorry that I did those things. Okay, that's off my chest, off of my chest. I hope you don't look at me differently for that. Um, anyways, did I tell you that I really miss you? <laughs> um, luckily for me, she, I no, guess. No, 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 hold on, hold on. No. 
why your little thieving ass ain't in jail? A little thieving <laughs> ass stealing, stealing, stealing jail pins. What? I thought I knew you. 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 I thought we were thick as thieves. Stealing jail pins. But you know what's funny? After that, I did not ever, like, I would never touch anybody's stuff again. Like, <laughs> I was so scared when he was looking for it. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I didn't know how to cuss then, but, like, right now I'm just, you know, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> he gonna catch my ass, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> Lady Godiva is a thief. I did not know this. I, I am flabbergasted. Because she he texts me telling me that she sent that to her teacher. And it was like 12 at night. So I'm looking at my phone like, am I asleep? Like, <laughs> like, is, like, is, like, is Lady Godiva okay? Like, what? Like, what? Like, what? Am I really awake? Because I, cause I normally fall asleep and wake back up in the middle of the night. Like, I normally, I, I black out sleep. I don't know. I, I don't drink or nothing. I don't know why I do it. I don't know why it happens. But I was like, I got to be, I got to be seeing and reading this wrong. You know, I really, after, you know, I sent it to you and you made fun of me, I really thought like, wow, that really sounds like somebody that would be drunk and sent that. I, I knew you weren't drunk because you don't drink, but I'm like, what is going on? She said, I, I had an accident on myself. I had an accident on myself and I, I said it was great soda. Wait, I'm like, what? Oh my God. I, okay, look, I look up to her. I really do, no matter what. She, she means a lot to me. And so that's why I felt like I had to get it off of my chest. It was, it was haunting me. Okay. <laughs> it was haunting you. It was haunting you. You're ass. I stole those jail pins. I hope you're listening. You thought was like, I remember you. You told me you found those. You helped me find them. He probably done. did he give you one after you helped him find it? No. Oh, he, he, he just gave you motherfucking name. I remember it so well. They were actually really cool gel pens. They were like, they were sensitive. Like when you touch it, I, it changed colors too. Like that was the cool part about it. But yeah, yeah anyways. I see, I see why you saw them now. Cause those, those sound fans there. I was so embarrassed, but it was like, I don't know. I just had to tell her, like, I felt, I felt like I want to be free. <laughs> So do you want to get you want me to read the response or not? Oh oh yeah, then 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 Kadir had this like this moment of like buyer's remorse. Like when you know you send something, you're like, man, I should not have sent that. Cause her teacher looked at it and then she didn't like respond for like two days and Kadir, Lady Godiva was like, Oh my god, maybe I should not have sent it. Oh god, she probably think I would she was like feeling all nervous about it. It was actually four days. <laughs> oh four. Ooh. Ooh. She curved you, yo, yo. You hit her with that. You hit her with that baby. You up, and she was. She just looked like. Um, mm. It was like it was like um waiting for your crush's text, you know, kind of thing. And I was just like, why? Love, and then they like, oh okay. I was like, she's not. She's never gonna speak to me again. I'm surprised she didn't unfriend me. I was like, I was like, what's going on? 
man. Like, why is she? Is she speechless? Like, <laughs> but she understands. Well, she overstands me um, because she was actually her response actually shocked me. <laughs> <laughs> really? So she basically said, "No worries about the kid stuff you shared. All children do things they regret when they become adults." I loved you then and love you now, just like you are in all caps and unconditionally. So oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that lovely bung I got going right there. I love me some Miss Patty. <laughs> Yo, I tagged you in this video, by the way. I tagged you for you can see I'm not just out here watching Turk videos. But oh the caption says, Well, you think you have an ass, but don't. I just want to point it out. I'll be on Facebook watching Turk videos. <laughs> I'm also happy that I never got tagged in the video that Trick Daddy saw because I was scared for like two weeks. I'm like, man, somebody gonna tag me in this video, and I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> but listen to the last podcast, and you all know what I'm talking about because I would not relive that. But yeah, I tagged you in this video. I will be post because I I gotta clear my name. I gotta clear my name in these streets, bro. <laughs> I clicked this expecting to see some funny stuff, and damn it, it was funny. <laughs> I can't describe how funny it is, but to read somebody else's caption on this, it was like, I thought she was about to start cooking. The Grinch stole her ass for Christmas. Where your ass was at? Wait, you've never had one. And another person's like, ain't nothing worse than a cute bitch. I don't call girls bitches. That's what he said. Ain't nothing worse than a cute bitch with no ass. It's like having pancakes with no syrup. It's pointless. Oh my goodness. You watching the video? No, this person was like, ew, no ass, and she pasty as fuck. Yo, <laughs> watch the video while I tell them about Billboard and their top 10 rappers. It's going to be loud. Mute it. Um, Trust me, you don't need the music. You do not need the music. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just watch it afterwards. It's cool, because I already see it now. It's uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Once again, a media outlet top list of artists has sparked a serious online debate. This time it was Billboard's 10 Greatest Rappers of All Time. A long-running music publication ranked the top 10 greatest MCs of all time as followed. Number 10, Lil Wayne. Number 9, Kendrick Lamar. Number 8, Ghostface Killer. Number 7, Lauryn Hill. Number 6, Andre. Three Stacks, also known as Andre 3000. Number five, Nas. Number four, Rakim. Number three, Eminem. Number two, Jay-Z. And number one is the notorious B.I.G. Also, for some clarification, Billboard also put out another list, all-time hottest artists, where they ranked Taylor Swift at number eight. And that's higher than Michael Jackson is number 10 just don't just just throwing it out there just throwing it out there that they got her rank higher than um michael jackson so do you do you would you like to start or would you like me to start on the, the ether that we about to give billboard go ahead <laughs> okay first of all what pop what two pop it i need to know where two pop at because I really need to fucking understand who put this list together because you got Kendrick Lamar on here. Now, 
People, listen to what I say before you jump down my throat and get ready to type your comments. Kendrick Lamar, in my opinion, is good, but he's not top 10 of all, of all time. He's not top 10 of all time. He, he can get there in a couple of years, but I feel like he hasn't put out a, a, a great collection of work to even be in the company of these great men and women. I can see why you put Lauren Hill on there, but on my list, I wouldn't put Lauren Hill. Like, I guess if you want to put a woman, you can put a woman, but MC Light, Queen Latifah has done more rapping than Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill's first album consisted of more singing than rapping. That's why she got nominated for for R&B album and not a hip-hop album, but I, okay, that's one cool, but Jay-Z is too high. Jay-Z, you know, in hell, Jay-Z is sitting higher than Nas or Eminem. What is it? Eminem murdered you on your own shit. You love the attention. I ain't gonna say the other stuff that not nah, said in the middle. Queens niggas run you niggas ass Russell Simmons. But anyway, so Eminem should be higher. Nah, should be higher. If you're gonna put Andre 3000 on the list, you have to also put Big Boy because Big Boy is equally great. We've been over this. We've been over that. So the way I have my list in no particular order because I don't care about orders. I know I, I, that's kind of contradicting myself. I know because I just said that Billboard should have had their order different, but they should have had their order different because they had an order. So. My list goes Scarface, Andre 3000, slash Big Boy. So basically, Outkast. I have Rakim, Tupac, Nas, Eminem, KRS One, Ice Cube, the whole fucking Wu Tang. The whole Wu Tang. Put the whole Wu Tang in there. You can't put just one. The whole Wu Tang. Because at first I had Ghostface Killer and Method Man, and I was going back and forth on who's the better one. But you gotta put the whole, you gotta put the whole Wu Tang in there because they collectively is that great. And right. you gotta put Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss, I have never heard a whack verse from Jada Kiss ever in my life. Jada Kiss, Jada Kiss has never put out a whack verse. Like I have never heard one for Jada Kiss. And he also made, he also got the line of of all time. He said, why be on the curb with a wild lie? I need a beer sign. <laughs> so then the homeless people start actually having wild lie. I need a beer. He changed the game for homeless people. That's top 10 alone. <laughs> he changed the game for homeless people, man. But I also put together an honorable mentions list. I have on my honorable mentions, I have Red Man. Because Red, Red Man was never in... um. Wu-Tang Clan, just for clarification. Redman was never in Wu-Tang Clan, just so we can be clear. So, you know, keyboard warriors, chill out. He was never in Wu-Tang Clan. I have Killer Mike, and I have Lupe Fiasco. Ludacris. Like, when it comes to Ludacris, Ludacris got a whole bunch of lines that people are not really listening. Like, Ludacris has, um, Ludacris is very playful with his flow. Kind of like ODB was playful with his flow, but if you really listen, you're like, damn. He's hitting you with it. Little Chris said, um, I'm a menace to society as Chris, the menace with most shit out on the streets than evicted tenants. I got more shit out on the streets than evicted tenants. Oh my God. It's only got like it, like it. Uh, I'm trying not, I'm trying so hard not to go into like a, a, a tyrant with um Ludacris. But Killer Mike has some verses too. Like I walk with the I walk with the elegance of an African elephant. You know, so Killer Mike, Lupe Fiasco, everybody know Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco, if he never put out Lasers, which is a horrible ass album, he would have um he would have been top ten for me. Cause that um 
I really think the terror. I really think the war on terror is a bunch of bullshit. That's a poor excuse for you to use up all your bullets. Like that's a fucking classic line. But simple fact that he put out the whole. That's the only good line on the all of lasers. Lasers is horrible. I don't know what the hell he was thinking with that shit. The lasers is horrible. And this coming from a Lupe fan. Like I, I think I played the cool to the. I played the cool so much the damn CD stopped working. Like that's how you know you played something so much. The cool. I played that shit so much the CD stopped working. Man. You remember the Walkman and and the CD players and <gasps> everything's changed. I was so down with the Walkman. Yo, I got a story. I think it was sixth grade. I was the biggest Kid Rock fan. The Kid Rock, like Kid Rock used to rap. And I was the biggest Kid Rock fan. I used to listen to Ball to the Ball, the Bang the Bang, Biggie, 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 Say the Boogie, Say, oh, Jump the Boogie, Ball to the Ball. The... This nigga said, and all my heroes in the other down the cleaners. I'm like, I was young. I didn't know what the fuck that was. I'm like, huh? He gave a shout out to the strippers and stuff. Yo, he has this line on Cowboy where he goes, I'm going to paint the town red and paint his wife white. And I was so young, I used to just be like, oh, yeah. Now I'm old. I'm like, wait a minute. He's going to paint this man's wife white? Like, demon? Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. And yo... King Rock is my favorite rapper. I'm sorry. He's one of my favorite rappers. Like, <laughs> he, 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 I wish he would have stayed. He, he, around that time, he was finding his edge. Like, he was finding his lane because it was a little bit of rock and it was a lot of rap. So it was like it was Kid Rock. Like, he was rapping and rocking and rolling and jicking and jiving. He had this one song with Joe C. His name was uh, Joe C. was a midget. Rest in peace. He had, um, he had this one line. He was like, I'm three foot nine with a 10 foot dick. <laughs> like, and like, <laughs> he, he, he really rap. He he sound like a fucking kid. So I was so confused because I'm young. This is, I'm sixth grade. I'm sixth grading it. I don't know what the fuck I'm, I really didn't know what a midget was. So I'm like, why these little kids? They got a he three foot nine with a ten foot dick. Like, and he had this one line in it. And I, I when I was young, I, I used to always skip. He was like. Um, some about some about being Joey C. He was like, "I'm down with the devil." I used to be like, every time I got that part, he'd be like, "And I'm down with." The, I used to, I used to just be quiet. Like I, that's how I imagine white people are when they when they say n words in songs. Like you be vibing with it. Like Jigga, that's my motherfucking name. My name, like oh my my. You'd be like my my. <laughs> Let me show you what the like what the the skip. You know you don't say the n word. So I used to be like. And now I'm down with the whoo. I used to be down with the whoo. Somebody was like, I wonder if he's still down with the devil. You know, he died. Rest in peace. It's like, I wonder if he's still down with the devil. <laughs> we like the party. Rock the party. We like the party. That was my devil without a car. I'm going platinum. Devil. We get this. Oh my God. I used to, I remember, um, I used to listen to it in sixth grade and I had to walk. Man, the Walkman was cool, but it, if you didn't have a book bag, you was not getting your Walkman. You was not getting your groove with your Walkman. But you got to have one damn CD in the whole thing. And then we, then eventually we found out the trick that you could put two CDs in and it'll just play the one at the bottom. So you had to, but basically you still had to carry around all these CDs. I used to have Kid Rock, all that, man. I was, I was Kid Rock and I was devil without a goddamn car. I was rebel without a goddamn car. I'm gonna be a cowboy, baby. 
Thought led back with the sunshine, shining cow. But that was my oh my god! I remember he he performed on my birthday at the um VMAs when people used to watch it and care about it. And he brought out Run DMC. I lost it. I <laughs> fucking lost. I was I was in my bedroom. Run DMC, yo! And they was doing the old the old school throwing the mics to each other, like rapping and throwing the mics to each other, like you know. Oh my god. It was Outkast, Kid Rock, and Outkast. Like those, oh my God! Like those, my man. Cause T.I. didn't went out then. T.I. went out. Pastor went out, and all that stuff. But I mean, you put together half a list. So let the people know your list. We kind of got off track, but let the people know your list. No, it's okay because it coincides with yours. I'm good. I didn't do my homework like I was supposed to. But yeah, no, yours actually. I feel like. Um, the ones that you listed are when when you think of hip hop, you think of them. Yeah, because you know? I, I had no problem with, like I said, I had no problem with um Kendrick Lamar, but Kendrick Lamar, he's a little young right now. Like I need you to put out a collection of work. Like Kendrick Lamar is like Stephen Curry in the league. Stephen Curry is amazing right now, but you can't consider Stephen Curry one of the greats until he get older. Because the older you get, sometimes your body breaks down. Like to me, Trace McGrady is one of my favorite basketball players of all time. But when you talk about the greats, he was only great for a five period, five year period because he got hurt. So Kendrick Lamar, God forbid he loses his flow, but you can, shit, look at the way, God, Lord, Lord, I'm about to commit some blasphemy right now. But look at Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg forgot how to rap for, for um, shit. I don't know whether he do it on purpose, but Snoop Dogg, I have, I have never listened to a Snoop Dogg song recently and was like, damn, he's snapping. I take that back. One shot kill on Compton, he killed that. He actually was rapping. So you can forget how to rap very easily. So that's why I couldn't, put, I can't put the young people in the rap, in the list. I almost didn't put Actually, I didn't put Biggie. I didn't put Biggie because I don't fuck with Biggie like that. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie was too emo for me. Like I know it's blasphemous to say it, but Biggie was too emo. He had these suspect ass lines. Like I remember he said, "I'd rather fuck a dude than those than those chicks from um, Escape." That's the group Tiny and um, Candy Bears was in. Tiny is Ti's wife. For y'all don't know, she was in um. She used to be in a group called Escape, so she's not like a um gold digging hussy as some of y'all like to portray her as. She was actually had money before she met Ti. So you know, anyway, y'all know who Candy Birds is. She wrote No Scrubs and all this other stuff. She wrote a whole bunch of songs. But anyway, and then he had this one line. I I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how Biggie got away with this, but he was like, "You so fine, you make me want to suck your daddy's dick." <laughs> what? And what what logical se- can you imagine me being like oh you lady could die you so far i want to suck your daddy's dick like huh oh god like what world do that make sense like and everybody be like oh it's a richard pride joke in what world do that make sense richard pride what world do that make sense so that means so you mean tell me you heard a richard pride joke and you thought it was so stupid not my bad you have to think it was good because you put it in your rap you thought it was so good that you put it in your rap. You look so good that I suck your daddy's dick. What? Oh my God. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Baby. You know, I, I also, not not to backtrack a little, but before I forget, because you know I forget things. Um, 
you know when you were mentioning Kendrick Lamar and basically he's still early to put him you know under that title because hip-hop when I think of hip-hop I think of a culture it's a culture so it's like just like Tupac said it's a lifestyle so you, yeah so yeah. like <laughs> you, you have to contribute to be a part of that lifestyle that that you know that culture so yeah. You haven't contributed enough. You haven't done enough. Matter of fact, okay, here we go. If you and if you this is what I want you to do, Kendrick Lamar. This is how you're gonna make my list. I want you big crit. Actually, I'm put actually if you big crit and J. Cole make an album together, you in the top 10, my man. All three of y'all. Cause if we talk about the new school top 10, which I don't got 10, I probably got like five. I got Drake, Kendrick Lamar. J. Cole and Big Crit. I already got four. I only got five. I thought I was going to have five, but I can't. And that's sad that the new wave of rappers, if you really go down to lyrical content, you only got four. And J. Cole think he's slick. He was like, um, when you're going to drop that album with um, Kendrick, he was like, he was like, never. You can't, you can't handle two niggas this clever. Like, stop playing with us. You either going to drop it or you're not because y'all been saying y'all going to do the project. But they've been on a couple songs together. Um, we ready. Yeah. They've been on that. We ready. I felt like that was a good song, but it was more like a rap song. I want like a rap song. Like I want a dream. I want a we on. Like they said, I'm the best man. Is that my best friend was getting married? Nigga said, um, hip hop is like Santa Claus because nobody believe no more. All you rap niggas trying to be my BFF, nigga. Please, it ain't for that old bullshit you rhyme me. See, that's that this that good music, so we ain't got shit in common. My favorite line is, "Mama say I should reconsider law school." That mean I wear a suit and being the truth and feel awful. Hell nah, got a degree, but what they cost you? You making good salary just to pay Sally May? That's really silver. Nothing bill collectors like Jehovah Witness when they showed up at your door at Christmas, like. J. Cole, like, J. Cole to tell a story in his rap. I'm like, it would, them three would be good because they've done songs together. But if they do an album, then they'll collect it. That would be the greatest story ever told. So that's my new school. But current hip-hop is so scared. Like, you ever know, like, you ever notice how scared current hip-hop is? Yeah. Like, everybody sounds like Future. Like, I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't follow the bitch, even though you're average. You're the Like, like, I take I like I like I have I've learned to appreciate um future, but I don't appreciate the people that try to be like future. Like I was listening to the radio, which is very seldom that I listen to the radio, but they have this thing they've been doing for years called Battlegrounds, where it's underground artists sending their songs and they can go against the champion. He's an underground artist as well. So I'm listening to it and they play the first song. It sounds like future. And they played the second song, and I didn't know they played the second song. And I was like, damn, this song long as hell. And this one dude go, what you talking about? I was like, they've been playing this song for like 10 minutes. He was like, no, this is the champion. They just played the challenger. I'm like, this shit sound the same. Like, when did hip-hop become so scared that you're scared that you won't even be you? Like, <clears throat> this is about to be a life lesson that I'm about to teach y'all. If you do it for the money, it will never come. You can't do something for the money because you're not doing it for the love. When you're not doing it for the love, 
People can tell. And when you're not doing it for the love, they're not feeling the love. So if they're not feeling the love, then nobody's going to listen. So if you're trying to sound like Future, then fuck off with that shit. Like, the reason why people like Freddie Wap, or Freddie, I'm probably fucking his name up because I don't really listen to him. But the reason why people like him is because that's him. He can't sing. You know he can't sing. But his song's going to be catchy for you. So... He, he don't be scared to be you like we're missing the lyricism in society right now like i named four lyrics i, I named you four lyric rappers and i'm trying so hard in my head to think of five like asap rocky is in the lane but asap rocky is not in the lane you know what i'm saying he's not in the lane and i can't put action bronson in there because action bronson sounds like ghostface killer the exact if you close your eyes you'll swear you listen to a ghostface song <laughs> I think it's a game between Georgia Southern and Grambling. I'm smoking Susan Sarandon. Oh, he missing it. <laughs> Ghostface got this loud. He was like, "I'm fucking my, I'm fucking my son's, I'm fucking my son's girlfriend." He comes in the room. I punches him out. The, I punch him in the face and tell him get out the room. Now she's pregnant with the baby or some shit. Then it's just. Ghostface just be rapping. You know, like what? It's like what the hell going on in this song? You just be listening, like what? The fuck? Like, like so, like the hope this didn't happen. That's kind of rude. You just gonna have sex with this man's girlfriend and then proceed to punch him in the face. But anyway, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't be afraid to be you. We need people to be you because when we talk about old school hip hop, we talk about it in this golden age of music because it was always somebody giving you the lyrics like we had the soldier boys but soldier boy was only soldier boy was succeeding as soldier boy because it was only him we had soldier boy out we still had Nas. we still had jay-z we still had kanye west we still had q-tip like we had the artists that were giving you the deep content so we didn't have to look far now when you have to look far for the deep content it gets frustrating so you hate these so you hate the music like i can tolerate a ray shrimmer because we got a J. Cole, but eventually it's going to all start sounding like everybody's just having fun. Like, the youth just want to turn up. Like, you can't turn up 24-7. I can't be going to, I can't be going to the store to get some milk and be in the car. Like, I'm playing my man. I don't fuck the bitch even though she's average. You're just right up in my cup. I got them irritating that be. And don't get it twisted. I like Future. I like Future. He's cool. Like everybody's following his lead. So now that he's the lead, like everybody's following his lead. So now everybody making these singy auto tune songs. It's like, (sighs) what a rap go to? Speaking of the new age, um, you know, artists or whatnot. You know, um, I want to give a shout out to Waka Flocka. I want to tell you why. I don't know if you've seen it. But I seen a snippet of an interview um, of him where he basically said that he is no longer wearing his jewelry. He basically said he doesn't want to wear jewelry anymore um, because of, you know, he, he's been traveling a lot or whatnot. And he sees people that don't have food to eat. They don't have things like you know that he had that he basically been blessed with so he he's not wearing jewelry anymore and i commend him for that like shout out to you waka flocka i see i i respect that because that's honestly true that's why like i hate that we as a society teach people to wear your wealth on your neck 
always say, look at what Warren Buffett doing. If Warren Buffett ain't out here rocking diamonds, then you shouldn't be rocking diamonds either. Now, I guess like, it's one thing to have like a tiny gold chain. It's another to have a fucking dookie rope. Because dookie ropes is just ignorant. It's just ignorance to me. Like the bigger the diamond or whatever. Like, um, I think it was um mind you, I don't keep I don't keep up with celebrities like that. But it was George Clooney, George Clooney's wife was like, she don't like wearing her diamond when she's doing charity work because it makes her feel like basically like she's stunning on these people and people's like no you wear your diamond be happy you got the diamonds no she's basically telling you she don't want to stun on people and you're telling her to stun on them because that was what you would do i would like to think that people with diamonds they're already useless but we gotta we gotta break the chains to, to be real we gotta start breaking these chains that have been put around our neck like that song new slaves mm. y'all there's new slaves that's what, well he's talking about you're out here buying diamonds for the simple fact that they're diamonds like stop wearing your wealth around your neck and your hands and your wrists stop wearing your wealth i'm not saying you should be ashamed to be rich but at the same time damn stop wearing their blood on your neck people dying for this shit those look like y'all remember that y'all remember the video the Kanye west video when in the diamonds where the diamonds are bleeding Mm-hmm. That's symbolizing the blood of these children that had to go in these mines to get your diamonds, but y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all care more about these damn these animals being tortured, which they pro- which is fucked up as well. But you don't care about these humans. You should care about the humans too. Yeah. Yeah, man. We don't look out for each other. This is so disturbing. Speaking I'm not even it's not funny. I'm so mad. People are not looking out for each other, just looking for self. But in, in the end, everybody's ultimate goal is to find a way to survive. And, and I guess they think somehow they're going to dodge death. But this is this is it. The truth of life is death. So it's like. <laughs> we ain't trying to survive because it's a setup. And even though you're fed up, you got to keep your head up. Oh, man, man, that make me. What happened to R&B? I don't know. I couldn't tell. Disappeared. Like I think the last song I heard on the radio besides Miguel is like Jay Holiday when he's like, "Whenever we up in this bed and my fingers fall in your head, wonder if you feel me watching you." And I was like, "That used to be my shit, no. I used to think I could. Well, I used to be in the car. Oh my god, you got me racing for your love, and now man, you should see how you got me, Ice Boy." Uh-oh. What happened to Jay? What happened to the love songs? Like, oh no, my has, no, that's it. That's it. That's what happened to R&B. No one has love anymore. Like, I can't, like, I can't, I just can't see you trying to romance a girl to don't stop, don't, don't stop about that pussy bitch. Or, <laughs> or, or my personal favorite on Twitter, I'm going to beat that pussy. I'm going to knock that pussy out. Like, fight night. Hit her with a left, hit her with a right. Mama knock that pussy out, like fight night, like huh? Oh my god! Like what the fuck? Like I was um I was putting together because I got this playlist that's gonna come out on my blog about um basically some love love songs, and I was going through the list and I was trying to put some um some new people, and all I got is Miguel. 
I wish I could paint our love. Like that song they fucking in the morning, whatever. That's the closest to RB we got now. Chris Brown stopped making RB. Everybody stopped making RB. I don't fuck with Chris Brown anyway, so it don't even matter. <laughs> jab, 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 Javaris, jab, 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 uppercut. But anyway, what happened to the love? What happened to the suck? I miss RB. Like I miss RB. RB is a great way for you to express your love. Y'all got all this love for these females, but ain't nobody singing about it, which is pissing me off because Trey Songs is moving away from it. Trey Songs used to be one of my favorite artists. I know, I know Lady Godiva don't like Trey Songs, but Trey Songs used to be one of my favorite artists. What? <laughs> I don't know. I thought she was one of those women that think um he he like he like them boys. He like them boys. That, that does not mean that I don't like him. I like his songs. <laughs> he sound like his songs. He like, so he, he, y'all, y'all my homie gay. Y'all saw he closeted. I don't think he closeted. I don't know. I don't know. It got nothing to do with me. I support gay people. So if he come out, he come yeah, out. Well, I don't mind. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you don't. I know. I'm just saying it's the joke. It's the joke. Because everybody say that. Everybody be like. Mm, Trey songs like everybody's fully convinced that this man is in the closet I'm like well, well okay let me let me say something right so it's it's basically <laughs> it's what you see and and it's not because of everybody else saying that I didn't even know everybody else was saying that until you mentioned it but I I I feel I get a vibe that's in like the music videos like love <laughs> I really do. It just feels like he's never actually touched a woman. Like actually, you know, and I'm not I'm not dissing him. Look, I'm not dissing him. I like Trey songs. Look, I live in VA, you know, hey. <laughs> but oh see, you're messing this up right now. <laughs> I was just thinking that the neighbors know my name. Cause they're like, nah, they don't know your name. You ain't the way you screaming, scratching, yelling. Nah, nah. Could they like nah? Could they do this song? Nope. No, my name, my name, my name. She's like nah, bro. We ain't doing none of that. None of that. Shout <laughs> <laughs> to Trey songs. I'm sorry, Trey. It's just funny. Like I, I, know, I defend, defend you more than me. Allegations. You'll think you'll think you'll think I'm Trey songs. Got that publicist to be defending people. But Kadir actually don't think that. She just. It's just all jokes. It's jokes. Right. It's jokes. <laughs> yeah, like, what happened to the Monicas? The I Carrie Hilson. Yo, Carrie Hill. What the hell happened to what Carrie Hilson? She said disappeared. She, like, said one bad thing about Beyonce and the Beehive got her ass. Get her up out of here. What did she say? I don't even remember what she said. I don't even. That's how fucked up it is. It's been so long since Carrie Hilson put out anything. Because I was listening to her old album that, um... When we slow dance and make love, it made my list. Like it made my list for the um for the for the for the sex songs. It's sex songs. It made my list or whatever. And I'm like, damn, these songs are really fucking good. Like, like you can feel the mood. Like I like this, I like, I like R and B songs where you can like it gives you goosebumps. Like I want to get the goosebumps for a minute. Right. Like the dream, like the dream, he can't really sing that well, but his songs get you. Like you feel it. Oh my goodness, like. Jodeci and oh, one twelve. And <laughs> what happened to the one? First of all, what happened to the what happened to the men groups? I'm not gonna call them boys. What happened to the men groups? Like, 
once Cloud voiced them in ADC. Oh my God. <laughs> I know my see. I know my level of pitch. I can sing in. I can't sing that high. That's why I'm not even trying. Why well, I'm to the Bobby Browns? <laughs> it's not like it is like we like. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm always listening to old school because that's only that's the only way I can feel emotion. Like right, like the closest we have now is Adele, but. The way they describe Adele, uh, Adele, I'm not trying to listen to that. It's like, they tell my Jimmy, you're going to be crying and all this. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. We got to bring the soul food. We got to bring the soul back to music, man. Don't be afraid to sing about love. You don't need yeah. to sing about the fat booties. <laughs> I, just, I know. I feel like maybe they should be in a room, right? Confined in the room and just have a piece of paper and a pen in their brain, like their just imagination and just go for it. Everything that you've been through, use your emotions, your experiences, experiences. Just let it all out on paper and then go for it. Like this, the thing is, it's not, even, it's not even like, it's not even like, it's not even secretly said. Like, it's just like, I want to fuck you. It's a song. Now it's just like, Fuck that shit. I ain't singing to you. Getting this goddamn bed. And girls be like, oh, I like those future songs. This one girl said that she need to get her wet. I just, I fucking, I was like, I gotta log off Twitter. <laughs> she was like, oh, the, the Migos and shit. Like, I'm sorry, but if your vagina gets wet to Migos and you something wrong with your vagina, you sure you can just piss on yourself? I'm telling you, it's something in the air. Cause ain't no, ain't no in hell. I'm trying to get somebody over my crib and we playing some fucking Migos. <laughs> what kind of shit? I'm going to beat the pussy out. Like, 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 hit him with the left. I don't know that many Migos songs. But, oh my. Versace, Versace, Versace. Hold up, hold up. And I'm going to need Drake to never say this line again. I'm going to give Holly Berry a baby and nobody can stop me. What? Huh? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Holly Berry Oh my God. Yo, speaking of the creepy ass lines, J. Cole got this one line in dreams. We say, is it stalking if I follow her all the way home without her knowing? Wait, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yes, young man, it is stalking. That's the fucking definition of stalking. Toss him. <laughs> is it stalking if I follow her all the way home without her knowing? Toss him. Now, nah, I'm just curious where she stay at. Besides what I'm with her, this going to be the place... Where we lay at. Basically, he done plotted out this whole fucking murder. But he gonna murder her. But like, if y'all ever seen Power Trip, I always tell people if you ever seen the video for Power Trip, mute the video and play Dreams instead of Power Trip, and then the video makes total sense to you because Dreams he's plotting the killing of the, the boyfriend because he bails up the courage to see her in the mall, and then she was like, um, he invites her to like a um hip hop concert, and she's like, well, my boyfriend. When she was like, I would love to, but my boyfriend, he wouldn't really like that, some shit like that. So basically, he's like, okay, I got to kill this motherfucker to be with her. So he plots the murder in dreams, and in Power Trip, he commits the murder in the video. Him and Miguel, they out here just, oh, no, nah, he kills Miguel. Miguel is the, Miguel is the, uh, Miguel is the boyfriend. <laughs> got me up all night. 
I'm singing this love song. Yo, see what I remember I told y'all about J. Cole being an excellent songwriter? He wrote the shit out of them songs. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, if you um oh okay. If you actually I want you I want y'all to listen to Dreams, Power Trip, and Mama and Killer. Because if you listen to Dreams, Power Trip and Killer, they kind of you gotta you gotta use your imagination on killer. Cause he says, "Mama, I just killed a man," but it it kind of it kind of connects. But I don't think he meant for that song to connect with those two. But listen to those three songs and be amazed. Now let's get to everybody's favorite awkward of the show. <laughs> the awkward male. The awkward male is sponsored by the movie Creed in theaters right now, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone. Go see it like right now. Like turn the podcast off. Matter of fact, no. Get in your car, and hopefully you got Bluetooth, so you can just Bluetooth it up. Put your put your um your cord in there and listen to the podcast right now as you drive to the movie theater to see Creed. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, awkward now. I just, I don't know why I like saying that. So it's a theme song. <laughs> this is a theme song. <laughs> so this is pretty lengthy. So bear with me, okay? Um, here we go. Oh, deep breath. First off, I'll start by saying that my relationship with my boyfriend is amazing. He's very caring and does a lot for me and my four-year-old daughter from my pre previous marriage. We are truly best friends and talk about marriage all the time. I'm 27 and he's 39 years old. I love him more than anyone I've ever been with. He's, in my eyes, everything. I've ever wanted in a mate and husband. He's smart, successful, funny, caring, providing, etc. We've been in a relationship for six months, but I have known him for about a year and a half and he's always been a wonderful guy. His ex-wife left him about two and a half years ago and has been making his life hell in regards to his freedom. She's gotten him locked up numerous times falsely and the two children they have together she's gotten a restraining order on him so he cannot see his children or even contact her but she has been texting him and calling him even though she has this restraining order against him in the text she says she wants him to respond because she wants him to go to jail i guess she meant like if he doesn't respond, then, you know, she wants him to go to jail. Of course, his lawyer has told him under no circumstance is he to answer her back, and he hasn't. When, when he first told me what was going on, I was doubtful of what he was telling me because there is always two sides to this, every story. Until I saw what was happening with my own two eyes, I have seen her text. I have seen her text him stupid things like she's gonna make sure he's broke forever. He'll never see his kids again. She can't wait for him to fail in life and things like that. She even finds the stupidest reasons to text him like saying she's going on a vacation in April 2016 and needs him to watch the kids that week. That's almost a whole year from now, but you get the point. Three months into our relationship, he introduced me to his children. They are very sweet and we all had a blast hanging out together. Once the children returned home to their mother, of course they told her they met daddy's girlfriend. Since then, 
things have in, intensified a bit. She texts him saying the kids like me and they need to call me miss. Stupid and petty in my opinion, but they are children. They are her children and I'm not going to get in the way of her parenting. Of course, my boyfriend can't respond due to the restraining order, but we started to see things change. She started letting him see children more, his children more, and we thought that was great. But one of his friends put this idea in my head. The only reason why she's letting him see his kids more is because she knows that he won't have much time to be around me. Because for the most part, when he has his children, he does things alone with them which is perfectly fine with me because we've only been together for six months and I'm sure it's must, it must be difficult for his children to see their dad with another woman, even though, as I said, when we did meet, we had a blast. He has a little girl who is 10 and a boy who is seven years old. She, te she has texted him things like, the kids don't want to be around me or my daughter. The children and my daughter have met once and had a great, time together even though my daughter is a bit younger than them she's four years old about two months ago the ex-wife texted him and asked him if he could watch the kids for a week and pick them up from school his mom responded for for him since he isn't supposed to have contact with her or the kids and said of course he would watch them for the week once they went back home to her, she got into an argument with his mom because his mother wants to know why she keeps harassing her son and why she won't drop the restraining order, especially if she needs him sometimes to watch the children. All hell broke loose. The ex-wife then said that he no longer he could no longer see his children and has stuck to his, this promise. He hasn't seen his children for two months now and it's been making him very depressed. It's gotten to the point where he doesn't really see me that much anymore, maybe twice a week because he says he's depressed. I don't want to seem like I don't understand that because I can see why he would be depressed about that, but it's killing me. I've talked to him about it and he says, I don't know how he feels because I have my daughter every day. I'm trying to be sensitive about it, but I have needs too. And I know if I was depressed, I would want to be around him even more because he makes me so happy. But he says he just wants to be alone when he's depressed. He used to be very happy and fun, but now he's turning into a shell of a person because he's so depressed. He just stays in his bed all day. We talk on the phone a lot throughout the day, but it's not good enough for me. I want to be with him, hug him, kiss him, try to make him feel better by doing nice things for him, but he's not having it. He has some good days, but for the most part, he's very upset. I love him so much and I don't want to leave him, but it's killing me that he's like this now. And it's killing me that his ex is this type of control over him to make him so depressed and use his kids as pawns. I've told him to go to court and show them the text she's been sending and try to get the restraining order removed and possibly get joint custody of his kids so he doesn't have to worry about what, what makes his ex-wife happy just so she won't keep the kids away from him. But it just seems like he's too depressed and tired to do anything like that. I know you have to stick 
by your partner through hard times, but I'm feeling neglected and alone. He still tells me he loves me so much and he's going to marry me all the time. What should I do? I've told him this is killing me too now and I feel lonely and he says, sorry, but this is how I get when I'm depressed. Should I cut him off and give him time to get the situation fixed with his ex-wife or should I just ride out the storm with him? Okay, in a nutshell, lady, let me tell you something. He is going through, he's still actually, when he says he's de depressed, believe him. He is going through it because even though she's his ex-wife, his feelings are not over with her because obviously if she's telling him about her vacation in April, 2016, it's because he's giving her that leeway to spark up conversations like that. Obviously he wants to know, okay? Another thing, I'm sick and tired of people jumping into I love you's without really knowing the person. Like you've been dating for six months and known him for a year and a half, that's fine and dandy, but you can know somebody for 10 years and not really know them. Another thing, <laughs> um, get, just get out of the situation. I'm sorry, I know you have a child and it, it would be a contradiction to not be with someone with children, but if there's this sort of drama in his life with her and he's not straightening it out, um, you don't need that. It's never gonna end. She's always gonna be tag along. She's always gonna be in the picture, no matter what. I'm, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so you need to dodge the bullet, go, go, like go in a corner and cry it out. It's okay. But you don't, you do not need to stick it out with him because if he, if he cared about you, honestly, he would break it off with you and be like, when I am truly over this and I am able to stand for myself and, you know, put my ex-wife in her place, then we can pursue a relationship. But to drag you into that drama while he's still in the mess, that is not right at all. And I think like that would be stupid on your end because you're not married to him. So you don't need to stick out nothing. You don't need to actually can put two negatives in a sentence, but you can't, you do not need, you don't need to stick out anything like with this at all. I'm sorry, I might sound harsh, but really let's think about it. He's telling you he's depressed. He's telling you, he's basically telling you mind your own business um, <laughs> in, in, you know, indirectly. Um, then, you know, with situations like this, if, he, if there's a restraining order, um, why hasn't he changed his phone number? You want to talk about the kids? Why hasn't he gotten them like a prepaid phone and let, you know, speak directly to them? Because he's not supposed to have contact with her, be in contact with her. I don't care if she's their mother. If, if he needs something, if the, his children need something, they could call him, you know, directly. So I don't understand. Like, obviously they're old enough. I think you said they were uh, 10, right? 10 and something else. Uh, yeah, 10 year old girl and a seven year old boy. 
So they're old enough to dial your number, his number and, and talk to him. And yes, they're not supposed to refer to you anything other than miss because you are not married to him. So I'm sorry, like that, that's obvious. You're a mother, so you should, you should know. <laughs> um, I'm just getting sick and tired of these, these same old stories. Like these women will stick their head and bring on, you know, carry on somebody else's headache for no reason. Um, they, you're single, you were single, you're not married to him. So you should not carry his problems. You have a child. If you keep going after him, your four-year-old is going to grow up right before your eyes and you're not going to, you're not going to see it. You're going to be like, what the hell happened? How, where did, when did you grow up so fast? Because you're so caught up trying to help him and playing hero. We cannot play superwoman in the situation here. Just let it go. I'm done. I think my response was as long as her freaking letter, mail. <laughs> Lady Godiva is disgusted at you. No, not, okay. I'm sorry. She did ask. Obviously, she doesn't know. She didn't know what to do. I'm. I'm just. It may seem harsh, but it's just. No, I wasn't I, saying it in a bad way. She needed. She no. needed that. She. She asked, and you told her. Right. I don't even got nothing to say. You basically summed it up. I don't got nothing to say about it. Because you, you know, basically hit it on the head. Um, one thing I like to add, I don't mind these males, you know, the awkward males, cool. Like I love them. But can we get questions about how to be um how to join a loveaholic movement? How to be a better person? What are ways to help homeless people? What are like questions that help humans humanity be a part a great a better person how to better yourself what career to go into stuff like that like i get you know life is can be depressing i get there are problems but the signs are in front of you if you choose to see them like all of us have the right answers inside of us right but it's either we we push it to the side and like oh no your instinct is your answer. You are having doubts with this guy already. You're not even engaged to him. You're not married. You're six months in and you're already having doubts. And no, it's not just two sides to the story. It's three. It's his story. It's her story and the truth. So you're not going to win with this. Just, just leave it alone. But yeah, back to what I was saying, like, can we please have questions <laughs> about how to uplift each other how to make it you know bring positivity into the world we Can need you get to the point quicker not you yeah the male. it's like it was reading that for like a good 30 minutes yeah and i don't mind reading it's just i mind like i don't mind reading you know people people genuinely don't know what to do um, because they choose not to see the answer that's in them. Like they have it. They just have to see, like, just, uh, I don't know, but I'm over it. You got your answer. <laughs> have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Do you know she thought they slipped up? They slipped up. I can't do it. I tried something like them. 
Not the hood, hood on the vacation. But yeah, that has been this week's Awkward Minority. We hope you enjoyed it. We got random. But like always, we love you guys and we'll catch you on the next one. Yes. Bye.